Alright, what up, y'all? We are back with episode three of the Shirts and Stuff podcast. I am the wrestling t-shirt guy, and over to my side, my compadre is the real deal. Justin Neal, how you doing, buddy? All right? Doing good, doing fantastic. Uh happy to be here. Episode three. Episode Got the wrestling t shirt guy. Episode tree, tree fitty. And we got our guest today, Kyle M. Foey. You might know him as the drummer for Toy Box, uh, among various other things that we will get into tonight. Kyle, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. Appreciate y'all inviting me on. Coming to of hang course, out. Of course. I, uh, I I think, you know, having our friends on in the first episodes are, 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 is good for us to get us into the, you know, the feel of having guests on every week and, and get to where we feel more comfortable. So I feel like you're definitely a perfect guest number three. It's my first time actually ever uh, not podcasting with my dad world order guys in some way, shape or form. So it's kind of it's kind of, you know, this baby bird is flying, if you will. For sure. You got to start somewhere. Hey, exactly, man. We may not have the most viewers now, but who, who knows what we'll be at in the year. So, right. So we have a couple questions that are that we do every time. Uh, but honestly, uh, other than that, this is kind of just a free conversation. So we'll get those questions out of the way first. But they're the most important, I think, man. What is your favorite T-shirt you have ever owned ever? Man. My favorite T-shirt I have ever owned, ever. Yeah. 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 Well, I got to say, Matt gave me an Easy e T-shirt from, I want to say it's like 2001. And I have tried to research it all over the internet. Can't really find too many of that exact one. I don't know if it's rare or not, but I just know... It's in amazing condition, and it literally says on it, like, 1991. Um, just a picture of Easy e holding, like, two pistols up, and just says Easy e on the bottom. It's just pretty slick. Um, just a badass shirt. Yeah, it's just it all around. I could wear that anywhere. I feel like uh, I could wear that into a bank, and, like, they'll still be <laughs> like, oh, shit. Like, that's, is Easy going to pop out somewhere? So it's like a... Yeah, speaking of go. easy, I see you got the the Compton hat on. Is that is that yeah. what it's? Yeah, I'm always representing here. Always. I, I even got easy on my wallet. You already know. Cover up the info. <laughs> easy, straight up, all day. Right out of Compton, I love it. Yeah, the guy who, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, who Matt is, the guy who gave him that particular uh, shirt happens to have an Easy E tattoo. Easy E runs heavy in the toy box uh, uh, family. We'll put it that way. We For all sure. we all fuck with that old style of hip hop, man. That's kind of we got a little bit of that flavor in our music today. We actually uh, we jammed today. Today is Wednesday, uh, uh, April or April August. August 16th. I know what month it is. I just, I, apparently I can't speak. April. Uh, but it's August 16th, which is also your older brother's birthday. So we got to take a second to give a shout out to our boy, Drew. Drew. Happy, Drew birthday. happy birthday, buddy. We love you, man. We're going to have Drew on as a guest, I think, in September. I have to double check the dates. Nice. I need to uh, make sure I get those what dates. Like over to 65 or some shit now? I think he's 165. I think, uh, yeah, he's, he's up there. 
Shit, well, he's as buff as Doyle, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's aging quite well, we'll put it that way. He, he's going to be like those uh, those kung fu hermits that are like all like white beard and like hunched over and they rip the gi off and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> he's older than us, but we're built like Herbert from Family Guy. <laughs> I'm built like Jerry from Rick and Morty. He talking about. No, I, I'm going for Cleveland. Oh uh, yeah, you're like a white Khalifa with that skinny ass fucking body. <laughs> Eventually, oh, I turn into a, a Professor Farnsworth. That's my goal as an old man. Him or uh, what's that guy's ape or Abe? A is it Abe from The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah. work. Oh, Grandpa Abe. Yeah, Grandpa Abe. Yeah. What was I thinking? So the other question that that I try to ask is also shirt related, man. Uh, not what your favorite shirt is, like the favorite one you've ever had, but what's your favorite shirt to wear, man? Like, do you like to, you like a V-neck? You like a wife beater? You like a, a long sweatshirt? What's your, what's your cup of tea? So I kind of wear like Billie Eilish style, almost okay. like a little bit too big for me. So it kind of sticks out. Uh, but then that way I can also save that shirt. Like if I like the design, I'll get one size bigger than I actually wear. So I can have it for like 20 years if I like it. And then if it gets worn out over time, either way, I mean, it, that's fine. But, like, as long as it fits me when I'm 50 or when I'm 35 or, like, whatever, if I can see it in the future and, like, allow myself to get that size, I also like the amount of room I get right now. So it's, like, I kind of dress sort of like a mix of Billie Eilish with, like, Jesse Pinkman. Like, <laughs> a bit too big and baggy. Yeah, bitch. Looks like it fits. Bro, that, that Foey style is definitely something, man. You've definitely... Now, for those of you who don't know, we are both in the same band, Toy Box. We used to be known as Toy Box Killer. Uh, we, we dropped that name uh, earlier this year. Uh, we're just Toy Box now with two X's. But besides that point, we've played, I would say, at least 100 shows together at this point. And every single one of them, you have something interesting on. I believe that the Easy E show, or the, the Easy E shirt you wore when we opened up for Nappy Roots. I wish that happened. Yeah. Easy E show. That'd be insane, right? <laughs> that Easy E show we played, you know. We're just Way like back when you were before you rotoscoped were into the show itself. <laughs> to, be fair, like 96, didn't to be fair, to be fair, we did, uh, we did get uh, offered a Easy E Junior uh, show, but to be fair, he's not the the greatest. Up uh, to be fair, to be yeah. fair, yeah, he's not the uh, the greatest rapper there is. We'll just put it that way. But, you know, it, that show didn't even get booked anyway. So we got some cool shows on the horizon, man. I, I know you weren't quite alive for his uh, uh, hottest reign in the uh, uh, in Hollywood. But uh, you, you got to know who uh, Corey Feldman is, right? I would assume you oh, know yeah. who he is. For sure. I grew up. I watched The Burbs. Um, I, of course, I saw The Goonies. I think The Burbs was like my first and favorite one I saw him in just because it that's like a classic, like, as you're growing up as a kid, you know, you feel like you're part of it. And like, yeah. you feel like that shit's going on in your neighborhood. And then you go outside the next day after seeing it, and you're like, what's that old guy doing at his house? You know, like, <laughs> I always thought he's kind of weird. Now I know there's shit that can happen in the basement or whatever. So, like, <laughs> start to feel like a little investigator. And like, that was definitely my favorite. Um, Goonies is all right. I mean, I liked it. It was one of those classics as well. But then, you know, Lost Boys with Johnny Depp and some of the other ones that were like gremlins i think he was into um and now like we're about to play with them dude yeah like, 
It's so I, uh, weird. I will say the only time I'd ever seen his music anything was in a cringe compilation. <laughs> so I was a little skeptical when you said we booked music with him, but I mean, it, either way, it's it sounds cool. It's, yeah, Listen, it's, time. it's sold out the last time he was here, and it was on a Thursday night. So this time it's on a Saturday night. Sold so out. I would imagine the sellout's going to happen again. And, uh, you know, uh, we've already sold eight tickets. Uh, so, and we only had 50 to get rid of anyways. So we already sold eight tickets. I should have brought some to practice today, it's but not, I'm kind of dense. It's not that great. Eight out of 50. Well, <laughs> Baby to be, to be fair. I sold those eight tickets before I even had... Um, we're going to see this gif a lot on this show. Uh, I uh, sold all those tickets before I even had them in hand. So as soon as somebody heard that we were opening for Feldman, just on the off chance that we could end up hanging out or doing anything, they were like, yeah, I'm going to this one. So, I will say I probably have a couple sold already yeah. as well before ever receiving them. So definitely yeah. a good way to be. Have some pre-sales that you know. Yeah. That's the point, man. We want to get as many pre-sales as we can so we can be in the best potential spot that we can. You know, we'd like to always, you know, our, our favorite slot is either the last slot or the slot before the main event. And uh, hopefully we have both of those coming up because we also have Kenny Ozfest, uh, who is also a guest coming up on the uh, Shirts and Stuff podcast. Uh, nice. Kenny will be on uh, in the near future, but his party uh, sells out every single year. Who has a birthday party that he sells tickets to. Hell, he sells, sells tickets. He sells tickets to it, and they sell out every year. He sells 500 tickets every year. Nice. That's crazy. Yeah. And this year we're uh, we're going to be there. Uh, we've got uh, I can't remember his full name now. The guy from Warrant. Oh, I can't believe I'm I'm, I'm failing here. But the guy, the guy that opens uh, or played guitar for Warrant is going to be there as well. He's going to be performing a solo set. Uh, it's all kinds of different stuff, man. It's, uh, but we're the last band of the night, so we're going to close the show. It's going to be awesome. Uh, it's really cool to not have to get there at 4 o'clock. Um, yeah, that's true. Just kind of live our lives and then show up at like 1 a.m. Just living. Living <laughs> life, man. Well, we can't show up at 1 a.m. We, we go on at 12.30, but still. No. <laughs> but yeah, Speaking yeah. of shows, Kyle, you uh, I remember when we you guys first started playing, you were not old enough to even – technically be in some of the places that yeah. you guys played at what got you started into like drumming what really set you um, off to be like i can fucking do this well i know when i was in like fourth and fifth grade they had us doing recorder and when i was in like fifth grade i remember i was just like just a blasting through and it was making my teacher mad because i was just like it was these songs are all boring they're doing like hot cross buns and there's people next to me squeaking and struggling and i'm just like i can do it it's easy i'm done um so that teacher in fifth grade she started teaching me keyboard like during my lunch hour because i i didn't really eat lunch very much and i asked her if there was anything else i could do um so she pretty much taught me how to play piano throughout that entire school year in fifth grade um to which sixth grade year rolls around i start getting guitar hero um, when those were starting to come out. And like, then the rock bands came out and then rock band and the guitar hero world tour came out with the little drum kits. And uh, that was around the time when drew was teaching me how to play guitar, my brother. And uh, once I pretty much felt like I was getting pretty good on guitar, since I was playing those little plastic drums, I started showing my parents, like I would download songs like, uh, like the devil wears Prada and like white chapel, like metal songs that I liked 
added them to my playlist in rock band. And then I would show my parents like, check this out. I can actually play these real songs that I listen to. And I play you all the time. And uh, so they got me a drum kit and I just started kind of jamming at home and uh, upgraded from the plastic to the real ones and sort of just kind of gravitated towards how beats sounded. And of course I always had music in my like background. I always loved listening to like Metallica and Marilyn Manson and all the different stuff I liked growing up. Um, but then of course, once I actually got instruments in my hands, I felt like I was able to do a little more than just listen. So it was like, once I had a real drum set versus just playing these people's songs, I was able to figure out what it's like to play drums. Cause then of course I didn't know like what notes were, what triplets were. I just had a drum kit now. You so, just felt, felt it in your, you know, just like, all right, right. this, yeah, this yeah. sounds good. It was more like a natural kind of just a rhythmic thing on drums. Whereas with guitar, I was taught by Drew. With piano, I was taught by my teacher. Um, so with, of course, like saxophone, I was taught at school. But then, yeah, with drums, I kind of just naturally picked it up rhythmically. And then, of course, now I've learned over time with people like, you know, Britain that we had that was teaching me a little bit of things that everything I learned from him, all the actual terminology and then uh, technicalities and things like that. And then other people that we've had come and go throughout our band lives. And it's like um, pretty much everything I've picked up over the years and even just YouTubing things and trying to keep learning and watching people that I actually idolize, like in bands and seeing what they do and having them actually teach us in YouTube videos. And, um, that, stuff that's like definitely that. good to, good trait to have being able to like grow and absorb, continue to absorb the information of, you know, something right. you obviously love to do. Right. Right. I'll tell you what, man, uh, when Drew, when this band started, it was 2014. And Kyle, how, how old are you right now in 2023? Well, I'll be 26 this year. Okay, so yeah, that's right. You were about 15, and I was coming over to Drew's house. I actually lived at Drew's house at that point, actually. I lived with Drew. I had just uh, gotten out of jail. Uh, I was, you know, young, dumb, and stupid, man. I hadn't even met my wife yet, and uh, I, I had just met her, either, either or. So this was a while ago. And uh, I go over to Drew's house, and he's got this little meek young guy over there. And I'm like, "Who? who's this guy? He's like, that's my brother. He's like, you don't remember my brother? I was like, dude, the last time I seen your brother, he was like 10. You know what I mean? Like, this, uh, he was a wee lad. And, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he, uh, you know, and he's like, man, this guy's, you know, he's pretty good at guitar. I'm trying to teach him, you know. And you kept coming over. And, and then one day, he, Drew told me, he's like, dude, he can play drums. I was like, what do you mean he can play drums? Like, like he's okay. Or he's like, good. He's like, he might be better than Britain. And I was like, Oh, okay. And then I came over and I watched you play. And it was literally, I think that day we were like, all right, we need to sit down and figure out a name. <laughs> and See, back then was a lot of what I did too, was just kind of like showing off because I was young. So it was a lot of just like play everything the whole kit show off as many solo esque things as I can do, be really fast, be really sporadic yep. and all over the kit. And then, like I said, as I started to go through time and I would watch and listen to other people, I heard actually somebody, I don't remember who it was just like in a passing through, I think it might've been a guitar center drum battle. Um, somebody told me like this, they said, uh, uh, as a drummer, you don't want to just play, whatever you can't just soloize you can't just play like whatever you think fits a drummer that's good plays what fits the song you play what the song needs 
Like you don't just like fucking this will sound cool because I want everybody to hear me play this part really quick and really fast. And then I'll add this really here. Like here, listen to that. That's me. Like you literally just play as the song needs. It. And then people will be like, oh, shit, those guys were amazing. And it's like I didn't realize that for a long time. So that's why we had like songs like Squid Vicious. That was just full solo. Just me the whole time. And literally to the so point where when we would play that, he would be like, <sighs> And then, he would, and then he would go because he knew what he was about to do right. was going to be intense. <laughs> just all me. So once I I had heard that, I feel like I sort of I sort of stepped back and then uh, kind of just been feeling out our songs, which I feel like we've definitely come a long way from when we started. I really wish that we had squid 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 vicious somewhere at least a, 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 a video version of it or something so we could save what it was because I don't have the lyrics anymore. I don't right. I just remember yelling squid bitches. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I remember. Drumming. Yeah. It started with drumming too because I remember we were inspired by the Death Broker song Do It that starts with a, a drum solo. Right. So we had a drum solo at the start of it. I remember that much and we we yelled squid vicious. And that's all mm -hmm. I can remember. I just remember at the end, there was always like another like, and then here's, here he is, or whatever, like, there he goes. And then I had to <laughs> go nuts. And it was like, see, now <laughs> you just need to write like the tribute version to Squid Vicious. <laughs> this is the tribute to the song because you're never, you know, we're never going to find that. Hey, Kyle, we got to go see the D, man. That's something we've not done together yet. They just released I a mean, coloring book. Oh, dude, I need to get that. I've seen that you can get autographed copies on Amazon. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same price yeah. as the other comic books, too. You just got to get it early enough. Nice. Yeah. So, Kyle, you know, you've been playing. You've been playing for a while. Do you have any solo stuff you've been working on lately? I know you did a little bit of hip hop when you were younger. I've got some of those. I need to send those over to you to show you what I got because I know you said you lost a few of those, but. Uh, I got some some of your old hip hop, and I know you did some stuff with a, a, a punk band for a while. Is there anything other uh, on your plate other than Toy Box right now, or is that pretty much your only thing on music plate right now? So I do play solo wise. I do sometimes play as myself, just as Kyle Foley acoustically. Um, sometimes I still do like my solo metal music. I still work on it. Uh, it's called the Mystery Incorporated. Um, so that would be, it's kind of like a black metal-esque, sort of like Cannibal corpse mayhem, just a lot of blast beats and deep vocals and evil lyrics and shit like that. So it's just, but that's just me by myself recording over myself and just different instruments and shit like that. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, Toy Box has kind of been my main focus for a while. I've kind of just been working is uh, is my main life goal recently. So just kind of been figuring out life and recording as I can solo-wise. Heck, yeah. Hopefully we can get our album, uh, our album together, you know, over this next year or so. We've got some good shows brewed, and we've, we've got two new songs written, you know, and I, I, I want to – I really want to bring it for this next album, man. Right. And, like, I have at least, I mean, 20 or 30 of my own songs acoustically that are just, like, ready to go, be recorded on an acoustic album. I just – there's no way for me to do all of that on my phone with the time frame that it would take. I'd have to sit down. I literally can do it all, but it's like it 
and recording an entire album by yourself. Right. Time is the problem, dog. It really is. (laughs) I've got the band. I've got, uh, you know, two podcasts. This one is one day a week. That DWO is two days a week. This eight hour Uh, work day is bullshit. Eight-hour work days. Yep. Uh, to, not only that, I'm door dashing all the time because I like mm-hmm. to buy extra shit. Right. And I got wrestling out the ass all the time. Mm-hmm. So and it's not even just that, too. I also just moved into an apartment building. So I'm like, I can't necessarily be as loud as I wanted to before. Yeah, you can't just be jamming. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to program drums. Now I got to turn my guitar way down and get the microphone right on it. Amplifier. You got it. You got a lot more than than you had before. We'll put it that way, for sure. I'll tell you what, man. It's 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 uh it's a fun time being in a band, but it is a lot of stress sometimes too, man. You know, trying to to line all the people's uh, uh, schedules up and, and and get everybody there. Sometimes it's not easy, man. And that's you know, uh, sometimes it can be a place of contention. And you know, we've been a band for a long time. But uh, it, we still feel it, man. So, you know, it's, it's, I feel it, like it's every band has it. really is. It's hard on me, especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet it is. Justin, by the way, is our official triangle player. Uh, he's never played a single show. He's never showed up to, well, he showed up to practice. I'll take that back. But normally he just brings pot and candy. So I, it's not like. And sometimes pot candy. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> every if once you can in a while. Find it. You know, that shit's expensive. Though, Not so. ant candy, though. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> side story. When we were like 15 years old, my dad and I, uh, we went to uh, the flea market and we found um, uh, candy that had ants all up in it. And we bought some and they, they tried to get me with it. And and I, I was the ungettable, but Justin However, Ooh, piece Justin, candy. Justin was like, oh, you got candy? I was like, yeah, dog, here you go. He took a bite, and I was like, yeah, it's made with ants. And he was just like, ah! Well, at first, I was like, bullshit. He's like, no, it's made with ants. And I was like, bullshit. Is that a bug? Sure oh. shit, ant candy. They had, like, wasp suckers and, like, bean oh, yeah, like, pops and so shit. So it was, like, the suckers. It wasn't, like, like made of ants. No, yeah. it was, like, they we were. got a comment here. Justin like thinks he can just duck me. What? What? Where do you do that? Did you piss Joey off? I don't know. Did I piss Joey off? He sent me a message earlier, and I was dead asleep. I forgot to reply to him. What did he say? He said, "You hold on. Let's see." I forgot Sorry, what it was. It's a complete side note, but but you know we got these live comments. That's what happens when you do a live show. You, you talk to the. Talk to the people in the he show. He said, "Have ops after you, Justin." Ops. They apparently, I forgot all about this. It was it, like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I just went to bed. <laughs> yeah, yo. So Bo was telling me. So you're you're involved in this too. What? Yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Bo was telling me what you was saying. I'm for real salty. Like I thought we was friends, but it's whatever. I say we just meet up and settle this. Wow. Some Tekken? Are we are we gonna do some Tekken? Sounds like because I'll fold it. I'll fold you like laundry, bro. <laughs> fold you like laundry and some Tekken. He went public with it, Joey. You are gonna have to settle this now. I think Tekken's gonna he's gonna fuck me up and Tekken. I ain't played a match since 
he oh. whooped me all. Was it seven we were playing? <laughs> so with that being said, that's a perfect segue. Kyle, what have you been playing lately, man? What's your what's your big game of cho- choice lately? Hmm. Damn. I guess. I mean, you got me into Fortnite ever oh, since. Yep. Uh, Futurama came back. Um, that's about it. I've been waiting on uh, Harry Potter to drop on Switch, so I haven't oh, watched. Yeah. I've not seen any footage of it. I've not linked up to anything. I haven't seen it. I haven't checked it out at all. I've just been waiting for it to drop on Switch. It said it was going to drop July 29th or March 29th or something like that, like forever ago for Switch. It was going to be the very last one. Now it's not going to release till like November 30th or something crazy. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I'm like, but it's already out on everything else. It's just that they're trying to figure out how to format it for Switch because it's like... Now, if you had any other systems, dog, I would hook you up because I have it on PlayStation like right now. My Xbox is broken, I guess, so I got to upgrade. So we'll see how that goes. To be fair, man, the new Xboxes, you don't need the disk drive, man. It's uh, it's really easy to just have the uh, all-digital edition. I like it a lot. Just sign in and everything's there? Everything's there. Yeah, I only use it for Game Pass, for real. So, I mean, it's uh, it's perfect, for real, for me. I like it a lot. Nice. Justin, Heck just yeah. to clarify before we move on, he says you would never beat him. And he will send you to the room crying like he did my son Lincoln. Although oh. he did, although he did, did spell it like the popular metal band. That is <laughs> do, double points for that, though. Yeah. Double points for that. We'll give him that. All right. Well, that means that, uh, maybe we should. That's what we should do. We should get you guys to play Tekken. Stream a Tekken fight. On a, yeah, stream a Tekken fight. That's what we need to do. Maybe we just need to add like a little extra bonus episode at some point this week or something. We'll figure bro, it out. I can't. I can't let Joey fold me up like that publicly, bro. I don't <laughs> let that happen. Are you kidding me? God, I'm actually gonna have to practice and play it. Damn. Yeah, it. you're gonna have to get it Damn in. It. Man, I'll tell you what. I got a ch- actually a chance to play the demo for that new Street Fighter yesterday. I have not played the new Street Fighter all the way, but the demo is pretty solid, man. There's definitely some, I wouldn't say issues, but p- moments where it seems to be lacking, maybe. I don't know. Right on. But, you know, it's, it's a good, solid game, and that's what really matters, as long as it, it plays is. right and have fun. Definitely enjoy High on Life. Right. Oh, I love that so oh, much. Oh, yeah. That was the last game I played, and I stopped playing video games. I was kind of focused on work. What Heck was yeah. what was your like? What's your nostalgia go to? Like your video games when you were a kid? Like what was your um, come home after school and oh man. pop in well, like Sonic or some shit? I liked as a kid. Kid, I've always played The Simpsons Hit and Run because that was like Grand Theft Auto, but you were Homer Simpson. <laughs> so like that was cool as hell. Um, Past that, I also had The Amazing Spider-Man on PS1. Such a great game. Those were both PS1 and PS2, so I just used them both on my PS2. Um, I also loved the Fairly Odd Parents Break Into Rules, or like Shadow something, something like that, one of those. Um, Fuck, there's something else, too. Uh, I don't know, but Portal 2 is definitely my favorite game of all time. Oh, dude. Portal 2 for sure. Portal 1 was okay. It gets you started with the story, but then the Portal 2 came in like a movie. Man, whenever they finally, you know, drop a new Portal, it'll it, it'll be a, a huge system seller, if you will. 
I heard, well, I didn't hear it. I read that it should never happen because of the, the way that the writers of the game and like the, the makers of the game itself can't get together somehow or something like that. Like they, they won't work with each other anymore. I read in an article, there's no way to ever get a portal three. So we'll see. I hope. They're just like in. They get them in the same room with each other, and they're just all like, it's just like a war, <laughs> like two people. So, so speaking of work, man, uh, let's talk a little bit about that, man. Let's tell the people at home what you do for a living. Right. So I am a cannabis sales consultant, also known as a bud tender, or just your to those in the know everyday average legal drug dealing pot dealer. Um, however, I also am considered a dispensary inventory specialist. So I also watch over inventory and things like that. Do some other things within the dispensary more than just kind of front desk and getting people their weeds. So a little more on the back end as well. Um, I also used to help run a different dispensary up in Dayton for a while. Uh, and then I'm kind of just working my way into hopefully cultivating and then i'll be in the even further back end and get to grow things and kind of work my way more into the knowledge that i know more like extraction and processing and things like that so but currently just a, a bud tender is what it'd be called in ohio so i, so I gotta ask right now <laughs> so i gotta ask kyle knowing your mother um how does she take that is she is she pretty okay with it now you know things are a little different than they used to be so I assumed when I was a kid, obviously no pot. Um, and then it looked like when I was a fully grown adult, I kind of just was like, so this is my career choice. This is kind of what I do. And she was just like, cool. You know, that's what <laughs> Better you do. Better than meth. <laughs> yeah. And uh, not even just that. I've never been to jail, never had a kid out of wedlock or at all. So it's like I haven't really done anything in her eyes to necessarily screw up my life in a huge way. And plus all that I've had to say about cannabis is that it's helped me feel better. It's gotten me off of all of the prescriptions that doctors gave me that made me feel terrible. So if anything, it was like, just, it's a positive. I have a 401k because of it. Um, <laughs> like I get a retirement plan based out of selling my pot. So it's like, I don't see where there's an issue. I get legally, uh, a paycheck and uh, uh, you know, I got to pay my taxes on it just like everybody else. So, and you know, they, they say if you do something you love, man, you never really truly work a day. I know that's a little bit bullshit though, because nobody wants to work, but when you can find right, a job that you can find enjoyment in, that's where it really se seems to like really make a difference. When I found my job wiring panels, man, I, at first, you know, it was just like a job like everybody else. But for me now, it's almost like therapeutic. I literally look forward to go. I build. I tell people when they ask what I do for a living, I say I build Lego sets with noodles in them. And it's essentially what I do, man. It's, it's just a, a fun time. Really, I enjoy it. Why would you tell anybody that ever? <laughs> because I'm weird. Dude. <laughs> I'm not stupid, but I build Lego sets with noodles. <laughs> What's that? 
What's that uh, that that gift that's going by? I'm not retarded, but I love rocks. Oh, have you seen the video? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. It's so good. He's like, I like the way they feel and shit. And he pulls them out of his pocket. Dude. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they help yeah. me fall asleep and shit. Like that is I some guess. genuine it's shit right like, there. It's like that made me right here. Fan of him. Pulls it out. <laughs> dude, he said, "I found this one outside." <laughs> <laughs> He's just going around collecting rocks. That's funny. I like See, that he had to preface that he had no retardation. He likes rocks. But see, that's the shit that I love. Like people that hold on to that. You know, like the, I, I'm a man child, or you know, I'm a kid at heart. But like you hold on to those little things that keep making you happy, man. And you don't be all miserable. Old my girlfriend like says I'm grumpy as shit. Yeah, like a random rock that you just found. Oh, <gasps> that's. <laughs> That's why I love wrestling like I do, man. It allows me to be a 35-year-old, 16-year-old boy. You know what I mean? And it's I, I get to be the kid that I was. You know what I, mean? I don't know. I enjoy wrestling. Like, Where did you way. say it like that? You know what the fuck I mean, you bunch of fucking weirdos. <laughs> Jesus. You can't be specific. It's when it gets weird. <laughs> I'm a 35-year-old, 16-year-old boy. Wait, what? <laughs> Hi, have a seat. That's an episode have, of some kind of show on TLC. For I have sure. a 16-year-old boy inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. And that's where you get in trouble for being too vague. <laughs> Be a little more vague. Shirts and Stuff podcast, guys. Shirts and Stuff podcast. <laughs> oh, man. Kyle, when are you going to start yourself a show, man? You, you've got a hell of a, uh, a gift to gab, dude. I feel like you could really... You can really do something on a social media, man. Is it just you not something you want to do? It's just I got a I got a lot of time I got to figure out, I guess. Because like I said, all I do is work. So once I figure out exactly oh. what I'm, I'm able to figure out, then it looks like I'll be squared away for anything I want to do in my spare time. So yeah, man. Just uh, the only thing I can recommend is sometimes you got to make time. You know what I mean? And it's like with this. We talked about this for years. We talked about this on our first episode, actually. Justin and I have wanted to start a show since we were seventh graders. You know what I mean? And it took us literally 20 years. And honestly, we probably could have started it sooner. But having that goal to be like, all right, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, let's have this and, and, and make this a thing. It, it, it almost took just like actually physically doing it was easier than actually planning it. If that makes sense. Well, plus now you have your, uh, your record to, uh, kind of help you as like an individual as well. So yeah, that helped me build my there. initial following. So, and I, I just hit 5,000 followers on TikTok. I've got That's a few nice. thousand on few thousand on Instagram and Twitter. So at this point I'm near the 10,000 total followers point and that's pretty neat it ain't a lot you know what i mean i know i'm niche as hell and you know this may never pay my bills but if i get to rub elbows with giants and go see some pretty cool wrestling stuff and interview some cool people on shirts and stuff that's all i really want man you know i would love you know maybe someday in the future we're interviewing cincinnati Bengals and stuff like that on here you know and it's where we're starting at the bottom hopefully you know um, this time in a there, year man. We've got a uh, you know a hundred or more daily viewers. That's what I or not daily, but weekly viewers. That's what I really want. If we get a hundred viewers, a hundred daily viewers would be cool too. But that's minute, hourly by the minute. Okay, hundred. That's a lot. It's a little lofty. I mean, we've got three right now. Three lives. Put a GoPro so. right on your head all day. <laughs> 
just run around. This is this is the uh, no, work. podcast at all times. <laughs> driving home. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the only way to safely do. It. You got to have it strapped to your head. Otherwise, you're not allowed to. You know, can't stream while you're driving. Oh, they they would have gotten to see me fuck up all kinds of pole bases today at work, digging it in an excavator. That was fun. Honestly, I've been thinking about streaming my job at on TikTok because I feel like people would enjoy it. What? You're like, no, officer. Uh, this is my camera. <laughs> is yours on? <laughs> Follow me at Wrestling T-shirt. <laughs> just got a, got you right. Can you say it right into the hat? Yeah, Thank you. Just put your badge number right there on my forehead. I am protected at all times, sir. This Make is sure you at me in those photos. <laughs> oh shit! I love, when, uh, I love when J Rock and Trailer Park Boys is like, like on purpose going to jail. So he fires his gun off and like he just starts pushing the cops, and they're arresting him, but everybody on the side's they taking all the pictures of him. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> He's just what like. Every like two seconds, he poses. Yeah, yeah he stops. He's like flailing. He's like, <laughs> that's great. That's I tell you, wow. I tell you what, shit like that sticks with me too, man. I, it, something like that that I wanted to bring up. Ever since you and fucking Matt started quoting Cheech and Chong, I will still I, to literally today, knowing that I had you on the show, I was at work and I was like, God damn Finkelstein boys! <laughs> I, I I could. It's that's our favorite part too. <laughs> Win, Lord, win! <laughs> yeah, I love that movie. Oh, it's so... Uh, there's so many one-liners that just get repeated a lot at band practice that really fucking stick in my cerebellum. Come on, ice cream. <laughs> She's like on the toilet trying to take for, a shit. For me right now, I can't stop saying, yeah! It's in my fucking fiber of my soul. And... Yeah. I now, thanks to some fucking comedian, keep saying, try that in a small town. You know? I, <laughs> I, I can't stop saying it, dude. Is that I'll, be at I'll be at work. Somebody be like, hey, hand me that part. And I'll hand it to him. They're like, try that in a small town. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is stupid shit. I don't know what's wrong with my brain, but I love repetition. Oh, God. Like a nice threat. <laughs> Dev... So obviously you're, you're not hip to, to country music because uh, that is a popular, uh, supposedly racist song that everyone Allegedly. is making fun of. Uh, so I, either way, the memes from it have been fucking top notch. Somebody did a, try that in a ball gown, and it's just Jason Aldean wearing a ball gown. <laughs> it fucking cracks me up, dude. No, oh, I love stupid shit. I always have. You know what I've been getting into is a bunch of AI, uh, like music, like like people making like SpongeBob's voices, like characters from shows into music. Yeah, covering songs. It's so funny hearing Frank Sinatra sing Michael Jackson. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so weird to just. It's play. also it's, kind of scary. I would say it's scary yeah. as fuck that you can just like oh just bring this person back to life. <laughs> Give the so AI. Give the AI all our shit. Produce a toy box song. That yeah. God. Just type in like the basis of like the Mr. Mr. lyrics. And yeah. then they write Mr. Mr. word for word. <laughs> That'd be some shit. I know when AI first came out a few months ago, uh, me and Will 
were playing with it and it wrote such a perfect song for us like i i was like will we should use this talk like this is like really good it was uh we we ended up bringing it to you guys it's a super long song but at some point i feel like just for shits and giggles we should put it together It'd be cool I feel like we can use AI. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's any sort of like it's not going to be like somebody that created the AI is going to get all the royalties from everything. And what I was just going to ask you if you think like this whole AI like resurgence of not just music but like art and literature, and you can just type this shit into a chat and and have something published. Do you think that's going to help or hinder like the creative process for like artists? Um, I think it depends because for people who are getting started, who might not know like how to draw or how to play an instrument or how to write lyrics or a story, uh, that can be beneficial because then you can just type it in and it can, you can see something and sort of gauge like, well, if I want it to look like that, maybe I should click on surreal instead of on, uh, abstract. And like mm-hmm. you start to learn things like that just by yourself Whereas if you're just going to fucking, you know, crap out a bunch of like logos over and over and over and you're trying to sell and make money off of it, then it's like, you know, you're, there's no heart in it. You can just type that in over and over. That's not going to be good. I mean, yeah. there's no point of that because then that's kind of like we might as well not even be a band. We might as well just program drums and program guitar. Right. And just have Bo do everything by himself. Well, so, that's that's kind of what me and Will were talking about when we looked at those lyrics. Like, OK. This part of this song is great, man, but if we're going to do this, we need to take it and create our own shit with it, but just take mm-hmm. the ideas and use it as a, a launch pad. You know what I mean? I, I think that's definitely an appropriate way to use AI. But like right. you said, to eliminate someone's job, to be like, oh, this we could have had to have to ar- hire an artist for this ad campaign. Instead, we just made AI do it. Yeah, we just typed it in. And that's it's like... That can work for some stuff too, I'm sure. And it's like, you know, it's not really for me. I don't really care about hiring somebody or not. I mean, yeah. sure, it'd be great. It'd be, of course, a better thing and more beneficial to hire an artist for that artist or for whoever. And of course, yeah. to the art community, shit like that. However, could just type it in, could just get whatever you need AI wise. I just feel like, in the end, as long as whatever's being used is what was meant to be used like if you need a picture of spongebob and you hire an artist and it sucks and you get a better one through ai cool you know what i mean but i feel like honestly artists are always going to do better like if i ever think of anything i would need art wise i would immediately just go to justin anyway like i'm not gonna i don't need to hit up anybody on instagram for those of you watching this right here is the thumbnail (laughs) for tonight and i just gotta throw this out there look how good it is okay (laughs) Did, 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 I barely did anything, uh, bro. You look. That is so. Like, I can't believe. Can how we get good we have that? It. Like, is that? Copy nah, yeah, it's fair use. It's fair use, bro. Okay. It's fair use. I didn't even. I didn't even look. I just. And did it's it. custom art. As long as you're not like edits, trying to pretend to be something. Yeah. Par- yeah. yeah parody law. It's parody law. We're good. And besides, man, I, I feel like Nintendo could not. Ha- look at that. Look at my head. <laughs> look at my head. <laughs> and look how perfect it is, man. God, at, at one point, that is exactly what Kyle looked like. <laughs> I like yeah. that you guys both just have your photo faces. <laughs> Actually, I'm genuinely drawn. 
I see. I thought about like actually drawing the cartoon version of our faces. Like that's a lot of like facial hair to put in there. (laughs) You got like the perfect angle for yours too. I I, (laughs) Justin needs to (laughs) tell the world exactly how he captured that photo. So uh, that photo is actually um, today uh, in my bathroom. Um, Work clothes. I just got off work. I actually had to like crop out my high vis orange shirt that I was wearing. All I did was change my hat because I have red hats that look similar to what he was wearing. So I got in the mirror and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, crop that bitch out, put it in. I told him, I said, send me a picture of what you would look like trying to catch a Pokemon. That's That's what I sent him. That's what he sent me. What? See, and that's the thing, too, man. We've got so many cool guests coming up that I'm just excited to see what he creates thumbnail-wise right. because you got to have a good thumbnail. No, that, that's, like, the main thing. That'll attract everyone. Yeah. I definitely, scrolling across, if I was looking for a podcast to listen to, if I saw two people catching a Charizard with what looks to be, like, a fucking punk rock Edward Scissorhands or something, <laughs> like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It's, it, I would I would tune in. That's all. Especially with some some pot balls. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, that's, that was the one the one comment I had when I came up with that idea. I was like, we should be catching Kyle, but with like pot balls or something. He was Green like, right. Pokeballs. <laughs> Bad. Bad. Oh shit. You got to. Fuck yeah. Cannonballs. Yeah. Cannonballs to catch cow. Catch cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! It's uh, it's always a fun time, fucking you know, when you when you get somebody that 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 cares more for their product and they put extra stuff in like that because you know that's the thing when we first started the DWO podcast, the other show I do, we were just doing the same thumbnail over and over, we're just with different pictures, and then we realized one day, like, wait a minute, we need to put more into this, and we started doing that, and it literally started paying off we started getting better views and i don't know if it had anything to do with the thumbnail at all but it, it feels like it had at least something to do Sometimes. so it, yeah sure. you definitely got to have that extra oof these days to stand out in the world of 40 bazillion podcasts right and the 12 second uh attention spans yeah which is why, and I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I'm waiting until we have a few episodes under our belt. I'm going to start uh, probably once we hit about five or six episodes. I'm going to start clipping little moments from the show and and, and, and you know releasing them on TikTok and stuff, and nice. just you know trying to slowly build. That'd be fun. I don't even have a TikTok. I refuse. I don't either. Dude, I, I love, love TikTok. I have nothing. It's I, just I, the I, I I know that like it's one of those things like. Um, smoking or doing cocaine you just do it once and you want to keep doing it and i don't need another i don't need another habit forming thing added onto the plate i've got enough shit i do i don't need anything that i'm gonna scroll through that says this guy's head exploded watch the video yeah i do that enough with youtube shorts and like facebook i get halfway down through facebook and that's my attention span is like oh look there's little videos yeah right no i'm a glutton for punishment so (laughs) You're just over there like video, 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 video. <laughs> beheading, beheading, beheading. Jesus. 
this this motherfucker can't even get through a full song, dude. He won't like the song could be ten seconds from ending, and he's like, next. next. <laughs> hey, I'm not like that no more. I'm not. I've slowed down. Bull. You've you're bull. bull. You're look. This is gonna be the first fight we have on this show. You're, you're, I have slowed down, you, sir. You sleep. You're definitely slow. You did that all the way back from. I don't even remember where we were at. Michigan. We were in Detroit. What? And we didn't even listen to music. Whatever. We talked the whole time. You fucking then slept. Yeah, because I slept. Yes, you did. Driving. Yes. Car. I don't know how we made it back. You slept driving back from Detroit. <laughs> I was going to say, we slept the whole time. Basically. Oh, but no, we uh we took a we took a trip up to Detroit and went to SummerSlam. And Kyle, you're gonna have to uh, join us for a, a wrestling. I know you're not a big wrestling guy, but you're gonna have to join us for a wrestling show, man. Tell you that, guy. bro. <laughs> yes, I am. I can I'm, wrestle. I'm a big man. My mom said I could wrestle if I wanted. I, the last time I saw any form of wrestling was, I think, uh, strictly for the wicked in Kokomo, Indiana. Well, we were we were wrestling with the, the gods of chaos. And everybody was tripping balls oh from my God. some laced bottle mysteriously just making its way through. And I was like, I don't drink. I'm cool. But then I just watched everybody else change. <laughs> like, <laughs> people were just like, just getting in this big ring and fighting each other. I'm like, aren't we here to perform? I was <laughs> one of those. So let's just, the gods of chaos brought what they might call electric lemonade to the show. Uh, which shout out to Bradley Butcher, uh, uh, one of my best buddies, uh, Graves. Uh, they they all decided that we were going to have fun together, and they shared a lot. Not to mention that our buddies from Irrational Behavior had a few cookies there as well. Uh, but it, it was quite a uh, quite a fun time. We had a, we had a great time, but it was definitely. Uh, I, I don't know if it was safe for us to wrestle. I, in that I pictured like the <laughs> same thing. fear and loathing when he's like on that masculine shit. And everyone starts turning into raptors. Yes, yeah. like, we were all wrestlers. I just remember standing by the bar and just like watching people come up and take shots, and then they would just like immediately just go Rah! and then just go like head into a fucking wrestling ring. <laughs> just grab somebody. You get in here. We're fighting. And then, like, there was this one guy who kept specifically doing that, trying to fight everybody. I can't imagine a drink that I would drink, and I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go touch a man." <laughs> yeah, you just do that without the drink. That's... I need sweaty guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we gotta we gotta comment here. No. What up, Doug? That's Doug Doug is the former bassist in the band Toy Box Killer. Uh, but he that. is the current friend of all of us. We did not fire his ass. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> no, Justin, fi Justin fired him. Well, Justin fired him from the band, but we all amicably split because we're homies and had other shit going on. Don't let no one say Justin. <laughs> I will say, though, and I'm not going to miss this chance to publicly uh, announce that Doug does not poop. Doug, he, no, that is he, he doesn't know how. Even fact. if he had a butthole, he medical couldn't fact. poop. That's, just, <laughs> that's Doug. You know, and uh, I, I'm glad that the whole world knows this now. 
you know. Uh, R.I.P. Maybe maybe we can have him on one day and discuss the lack the of pooping-ness. Yes, maybe. But Doug is in some active well, we have to be pretty R. cool, so we can definitely. We have to be considerate because if, if he is, you know, it's a medical condition, we have to be yeah. considerate. No butthole-itis. <laughs> hey, Kim Jong-un is the same way. He don't yeah. poop. Hey, you know what? He's revered for that. So maybe, Doug, maybe you should just embrace the no pooping, dude. It, it you just, know? you know, sources itself into energy. <laughs> he is people of Korea. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's disgusting. Same, same, but different. Same, same. But same, different. same. <laughs> So man, what's uh, what's your you, so your future is focused on work right now, man? Is there any other things you want to get started in your life that you're work working on, or just Not trying really. to take it day by day right now? Life, Pretty man. much just us and hanging out with my girl and mm-hmm. hanging out with our life. And... How the hell did you end up with someone you know so decent? Jesus Christ, she's a, a very pleasant person to be around. Telling me, and you're quite the asshole. How'd that happen? <laughs> me, no idea. Thank you for uh, for weed being kind of the the conglomerate for us. That was how I met her. Was at our job. So thank God for weed. Hey, there you go, dude. See, look, now, now no one can ever give you shit. You know what I mean? If they're see smoking a bowl in the corner, well, he's supposed to do that. This is how I met my wife. <laughs> <laughs> the how I met your mother for your kids will be all right. Well, we were just smoking. Here's hey. a bag. <laughs> That's the whole season. This is my Pretty son, much. Bud. <laughs> is that a is that a Blink One Eighty Two poster behind you? It is. It is okay. Uh, right. I went to see them live, and I had about fifty bucks, and I saw that they had a flag. I was like, well, it's higher quality than a shirt. I will say, I wanted to get a shirt. But I saw the flag. I've never bought a flag at a, a concert. I always did shirts. And the one time I got not a t-shirt, I got a Blink-182 flag. So R- Remind me, man. I have a small uh, Tenacious D Sasquatch flag I can hook you up with to hang in your house somewhere. Heck yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a place for it. So <laughs> What, Justin? Like, hey. <laughs> I've, already seen, me. I've already seen Tenacious D with you. You got. You can have this flag, Justin. There you go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a pennant. Kyle, that is, is that it? Is, that is true. Yeah, that's a pennant, buddy. Pennant. I don't know what it is. It's kind of a flag. You can put it on a stick. <laughs> flag it. It'll be. I'll put. Uh, I'll put it on my. Kyle, did you down. just? Did you just nearly slur? I called you a flag it. A flag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's get away from that immediately. <laughs> oh. oh, so with uh, you say you know you, you only got the Switch now, so you don't have the Xbox. Have you heard about this new Starfield coming out and shit? Oh man, no. we gotta we gotta get you an Xbox purely f- for the simple fact that Starfield looks like it's about to be amazing. What is? What, 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 where'd you go? I don't even want to talk about it. Fuck Starfield. Bro, Starfield looks amazing. Fuck that, and fuck you. What is it? So, Starfield is basically... uh, It's a thousand plus planets that you can explore every single one of them, and it's basically Skyrim in space. (laughs) 
Justice is really upset that he doesn't have an I Xbox. Thought Destiny was Skyrim in space. No, 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 no. Destiny is a, a, a shooter. It's a loot shooter. This is a full-fledged RPG like Skyrim, like but you're in space, and you can just go to different fucking planets. And there's literally over a thousand planets, and they all have shit to do on them. Hmm. Yeah. Supposed to be their biggest thing ever. They released a 45 minute video saying this is the greatest thing that Microsoft has ever done. And you don't go that fucking hard in the paint without having a really dope car. That's all I'm saying. Justin, you're, you're, how do you mix a basketball and a racing reference all in one? You don't go hard in <laughs> the paint that car. What do you think the paint is? It's on the car. I go See, hard in the motherfucking paint, dog. That's what I deal with. Candy red dripping. I'm lost. Either way, candy paint. It sounds cool. But yeah, yeah, you should, you should definitely check that shit out. We gotta get your ass an Xbox. I'd help you. I'd help Justin get one, but fuck him. You know. <laughs> I'll get one one day. We need we need to hook Kyle up with one because it's, his, it's low on my priority list. His is fucked, and we we need to be, bestow upon Cal the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, say something really fucking stupid. Uh, Titty Twisters. (laughs) (laughs) I had to find a reason to use that. (laughs) I forgot all about it. You could use it at any point, basically. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Kyle, man, we've got a pretty. We got a pretty easy hour out of you. I didn't even realize that we were this close till I looked up and said 56 minutes. Well, there you go. An easy hour with you. That means that you're an easy guest, which means we should definitely have you back at some point for for a round two. Uh, Do you have anything you want to plug-wise, like any of your socials or anything where people can follow you if they want to learn more about Cal? No, you can't ever learn about me ever anyway. That's my kind of fucking guest right there now. Yeah, fuck y'all. This is it. This is all you get. Just a little if, bit of Kyle. If you look me up, you're just going to be looking up nothing. So, yep. The M stands for magnanimous. Somebody so. on Reddit is going to like dox where I live. <laughs> <laughs> like my coordinates. They're going to be like, he's real. He shopped at Kroger's <laughs> last week. No. Nope. I'm not real. But I will sell you weed legally if you have a med card. For now. In Ohio. <laughs> yeah, till November, yeah. I guess. Yeah, hopefully in November. Yeah, hopefully in week. November it will pass, and then in late and January, early February, <laughs> it'll be fucking available for everybody, which it should be. The scourge on marijuana has existed for far too long. You're banished from the land. Banished! <laughs> you non-weed smokers. No hey. desecrated its legalization. Oh, hell, man. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, man. Kyle, brother, I love you. I love being in a band with you. You're one of my favorite friends. Even if we quit the band tomorrow, dog, uh, we are brothers for life. I appreciate you coming on here on uh, being episode three and letting us catch a little Kyle Charizard live and in action. You know, man, I appreciate it so much. Hopefully this helps your uh, uh, brother not be so nervous about coming on here, man, because he's not yeah. the biggest talker in the world. We're getting him on here as well. so For sure. That'd be sick. Yeah, I'm excited to have he him on here. Hell yeah. 
Well, Kyle, brother, I love you, man. You got anything Appreciate you, want you to brother. shout out at all? No. All Don't right. Look Don't, <laughs> look Don't look for me. <laughs> Justin, you got anything else, brother? No. All right. No, and stay healthy. This has been Shirts and Stuff, Episode 3. I am the wrestling t-shirt guy. That is the real deal. Justin Neal, and that is Kyle M. Foley, but don't look his ass up. He does not exist. And this has been Shirts and Stuff. Peace.